Let's dive in deep today and talk about when change is a good thing because it's helping your business move forward and evolving compared to when that change could actually be a distraction or have a negative impact on you and your business. Welcome to Your Business Quest podcast. I'm Osman Sharif, the Business Owners Coach, and I'm dedicated to guiding established experts like you through the journey of confidently growing your business without chaos and confusion. Come along as we navigate the unique chapters ahead of your business, exploring how to master your mindset and truly embrace your entrepreneurial superpower in everything you do. So if you're ready to make some real magic happen in your business, then let's embark upon this exciting quest together. Welcome, welcome to the first official episode of this podcast, and I cannot wait to get started. The theme for this season is all about how do we navigate business challenges. So I thought let's choose a really juicy topic to dive in deeply so that we can explore, we can go on an adventure, we can ask the questions that need to be asked that will take us on that quest. So it's coming up for nearly 16 years in my business, and when I look back over those years, Some of what I'm doing in business is still really similar. But then, on the other hand, there's so many changes that have happened during those 16 years. And for me, change is a double-edged sword. There's lots of positives that can happen with change, but there also can be negatives or the impact those changes can have on you personally and also on your business if they're not really thought out fully And that's why I want to make sure that you avoid the negatives and you embrace the positives. And I've seen this both personally and also from my clients when they might be taking action. They're getting great results and then they start going, oh, well, what's next? And start to change things up completely. But that actually can have a a negative impact on their business. But then on the flip side, there are times with clients that come to me that they've been really doing certain things and getting okay results, but they've been a bit stubborn, they've been a bit focused and not wanting to change. But actually, when they have then embraced change, whether that's pivoting or changing something quite small, or even sometimes radically changing things, that's the difference that actually has helped them to get real traction and real magic. So can you see why I both love change, but also I could be a bit cautious when it comes to change as well, because I've seen both sides of the the spectrum here as well. So today, I'd love us to really have a conversation around what should we be considering when we are looking to make certain changes and what's useful for us to think about when we're going, actually, is that a distraction or let's stick to what we're doing as well. And during this chat, I'll share my experiences, especially over the last two years, because there's been a lot of change. I know you're excited to get going, but before we jump in, I want you to get the most from today's episode. And for you to do that, just like it would be if you go on any journey, you need to know where you currently are right now before just blindly moving forward. So I invite you to take my Business Magic Scorecard right now so that you can get a snapshot of your current reality. You know what's going well in your business and where you've got the biggest opportunities for even more growth ahead. It's quick, typically taking less than 97 seconds. It's free and I know it'll give you so much clarity. You'll get a personalized report with your results along with some exclusive free resources to help you based upon your results to move things forward. 
I promise that it will help you to discover which of the three elements of my business magic formula you'd benefit from focusing upon right now. You'll then hear what's discussed in the rest of this podcast episode very differently and through a more personalised perspective with your scores in mind. And that, my friend, will help you when it comes to deciding what to implement and what actions to take as a result. So take action now. Simply go to osmansharif.com slash scorecard or visit the links in the show notes. Okay, now let's get going. I've changed the podcast name, I've changed my website, I've changed a lot of the business identity, and I'll explain some of the rationale just to really bring this to life. So as you can imagine, I've got quite a lot to talk about on today's topic, especially from personally growing my business over the last 16 years and also guiding many business owners to do the same. And if I think back to when I was still in the corporate world and I was about to embark upon this completely new journey, having been a HR manager and then a training manager and then doing a number of project and commercial roles, at that point, my journey into being a business owner really came because of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I fell in love with it. That's what I wanted to do. I always have been about helping people and I thought I could do that in my roles as a HR manager, but I ended up spending most of my time doing disciplinaries, grievances and employment and relations stuff. So I much preferred when I moved into more of a training and leadership development role, but still when I went on my first NLP course, I was just hooked. And that then took me on a journey where I started my business. And again, I'm not going to spend the whole time telling you, you know, everything that happened in the 16 years. That would take far too long. But this is just some of the highlights. My business first started off under the brand of Abintra Solutions. Yeah, rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? (laughs) And for me, I got a bit too fancy because the word Abintra in Latin means from within. And a lot of NLP is about how do we create change from within? And my main focus at that time was to deliver NLP certified training programs. That's what I did up and down the country, even abroad. I went to deliver some courses in South Africa and then also did some corporate workshops and training along the way. And that was great for that chapter and season of my business. And then things evolved and I wanted to change things up. I changed the brand to then be Rapid Transformation Because a lot of times when people ask me, well, what is NLP all about? I would talk about how do we create transformations and changes really quickly. And, you know, it's like magic and it's like rapid. And that just then evolved into changing the brand. And at that point, I focused much more into coaching. Did a lot more one-to-one coaching. I had group programs. Over the years, I've had masterminds and retreats and corporate work still with leadership and exec coaching. Everything was infused with NLP. And then obviously I've added things into the mix, such as you know, wealth dynamics and other trainings over the years. And then let's fast forward many, many years when I launched my podcast, which was Get Out Your Way. And the reason for that was because actually, as business owners, a lot of times we could be our own worst enemies. And I still believe that. So a lot of times when we are experiencing challenges or setbacks, it's because of what's happening to ourselves and often what's happening inside our mind. So I consistently released 167 episodes, and then there was time for a break. And let's be honest, that break was a little bit longer than I actually expected or planned for it to be. But that's a good thing, as you'll hear. Because during that time, even personally and from a business perspective, 
the season of my life changed in many ways, especially in 2022 and 2023. We were coming out of the post-pandemic world. We finally bought our dream family home where I'm recording this episode from my new home office. But in that transition to move into the family home, we actually had to move out of our old home into a temporary home for a few months and then from there into our new home, which was a lot of fun with three young boys. We then had to navigate the boys completely changing to different schools and nurseries. There was health challenges for family members, including my mother-in-law, who sadly passed away. We had new routines. We basically had new everything. And when we reflected, me and my wife Shireen, we reflected upon that period, we literally were thinking, what's actually stayed the same versus what actually changed? Because it was probably the biggest period of our life that had so much change. And then on a business front, there was lots of positive things that I've been doing over the last few years. I've still been working a lot with one-to-one coaching clients, being really in their corner. And that's been previous clients, new clients through word of mouth and recommendations. And I still love what I do. I've then been sought out to deliver more leadership and executive coaching and development programs, which have been really fun in lots of different companies and industries. I've been heavily involved in some really innovative work for healthcare and NHS projects, and that included you know, designing training and development um, programs for clinicians and people that work in that world, but also having a seat at the table to really focus on business strategy and execution in terms of taking this innovative new way of working and you know, proposition into the marketplace of the health world. So as you can see, there's been a lot of things happening. I've not been sitting back, hiding and not doing anything. It has been fun. It has been challenging in many ways. But also, those couple of years have really helped me to think about, well, what is next? And that then happened back in November 2022. Yep, so I'm taking you back to that time. One of my good friends, Marianne, was coming over from America and she was running a mastermind. And she basically reached out, she said, you know, Osman, you're welcome to come, does this work for you? And I actually could make the dates work. And I didn't know much about it, but you know, when you have those moments where you just feel like I need to be there for some reason, especially because I love London, but yep. So I booked up, I went, and it was a one-day event with lots of great business owners. Some of those business owners actually were people I knew from previous interactions. There was actually previous clients of mine in there, and then brand new people that I'd never met. And what I loved about that mastermind and which is why I've delivered masterminds and why I love learning and development is we can't see our own blind spots. So I went to this experience with open eyes and it was going to be like um, an opportunity just to plug into where I am, what do I want to do, but also get feedback from other people from what I was doing as well. And the focus of it was all about business development and branding. I didn't actually know what the focus was before I even signed up, but hey, I went with it and I turned up, I did the pre-work and it was very much a hot seats type of situation. So remember, the first part of the day was all about helping other people through their business challenges, opportunities, giving them feedback and it was lots of fun. And then I actually came to my turn and I remember thinking, what question do I want to ask? And I thought, oh, let me talk about my podcast. That's what I thought I would talk about. And then I sat in the hot seat and I really couldn't anticipate what came up because Marianne, who's a great friend, but also a trusted peer of mine, she'd obviously looked at some of the things I submitted 
and she's known me for pretty much, I'd say, 12 plus years. And she's like, right, I want to give you some feedback. And she's like, I don't know if you want to hear this, but she did it in a very loving way. And then she obviously got other people to contribute their thoughts and thinking as well. And she goes, Span, I really think you've completely outgrown your brand of rapid transformation. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was totally unexpected. But I listened, I reflected, and I got great feedback from her. But also, and this was really interesting, there was one particular client that I'd worked with before. When we were going through the feedback, she's like, I absolutely, completely agree with you. Because she said she spoke to me at an event. She decided at that point because she saw me in action, you know, coaching other people. She saw me speak at the event and she said she decided to work with me. And then she went online and she looked at my website at the time and she's like, oh, it seems a little bit corporate. I mean, it didn't have that same kind of vibe. But she said to herself that actually she'd already spoke to me. She already kind of connected with me. So she felt confident to still move forward. But the whole point of that was, I'm not saying that the website was completely not working because I was still getting great clients and it was still growing my business. But the feedback I got and I took away from that situation was, how can I actually infuse more of who I really am based upon who I am at that point into what I do? And like anything, feedback is a gift. You don't have to take everything on completely. You can choose what you want to take from it and choose what you want to leave. It's how we filter and think about it that really makes a difference because after all, you can't please everyone and you don't need to and you really shouldn't try and please everyone because that can cause so much chaos. But again, let me just share some of the snippets of what I did with that feedback and what really resonated with me. At that point, I was juggling two sides of my business. Rapid transformation, which really still worked with fitting in with working with leaders and corporate clients and doing coaching and programs, because a lot of those situations are fast, they're sharp, they're short interactions, and they're very much based around NLP. But that really wasn't the way that I was working with my business owners over the last, I would even say, six or seven years. Because when I'm coaching business owners, and this is the feedback I got from Marianne and what she pulled out from testimonials that my clients were saying and even people that she had referred to work with me and the feedback that they gave her was very much more, this man is there, he's in my corner. Do you mean, it's like I'm there on the journey with them and it's not just about giving them a great idea and go right on you go, but I'm very much about how do I help my clients really implement those real world changes and upgrades so that they don't just leave with a bigger to-do list or think about, I'll get around to doing that someday. But whereas my brand at that moment was all about rapid transformation and doing things really short and quick. So can you see how there was a little bit of a, a disconnect? And because I was trying to please both worlds, my brand was still quite corporate to an extent. Definitely not as corporate as probably my previous websites. But what the feedback was is that I don't show up with my coaching clients with business owners in a suit jacket or a shirt. I'm very open, I'm very relaxed, I'm much more smart, casual, I'm much more of a human in that sense. But it wasn't really being reflected in my brand and my website and how I was putting myself out there. But like I say, I was balancing the fact, well, okay, I was still getting great clients and great work, so it wasn't completely broken, but I also knew it was time for me to evolve. I had been in business for many years. It was time for me to kind of like just change things up. So 
I also then got feedback around the podcast. And again, a lot of the feedback from people that didn't really know me, but some of them in the room that did was even the vibe of get out your way. It seemed to really portray that it was focusing much more on early stage business owners. But for me, I absolutely recognize that I love working with and get the best results from established experts. And when we were drilling into who do I love working with the most, how do I really further refine that? It was established experts who were typically coaches, consultants, and service providers. Really, that's who my ideal people to work with and collaborate with and be partners with in that space. So again, it gave me that chance to go, how do I just really own that space much more as my business evolves? And the feedback I got around the podcast was even the title and the vibe it was like really punchy and quite harsh at times, you know, get out your way. Whereas actually how I help my clients is very much more in a caring, supportive, practical way, but also actually being there to kind of give them the kick when they need to as well. And it gave me that chance to really reflect upon what I want to do moving forward. I still love working with, and it's so important for me to work with business owners. And I love that. But I also love working with corporate clients and all the other projects that I'm involved in as well. And one brand didn't really fit both of them. And what also came apparent was that actually I wasn't really making the most or maximizing my actual real business experience by actually growing my own business. And that's really where I was sharing that in my one-to-one coaching sessions with my clients and they loved that. They got lots of value from it. They got lots of confidence, I think, as well, in terms of you really are walking the talk. But I really wasn't talking about that much publicly. On the previous podcast, I wouldn't be talking about some of the great corporate deals that I had won and negotiated and how as part of collaboration, partnership meetings and board meetings for me and some of the other projects and clients I was working really closely with. But like I say, when I actually told my clients about this that I was working with, they loved that I wasn't just a business coach who coached other business owners or were talking about things from a theoretical perspective. They loved the fact that I was able to bring in that practical and real life experience to help them on their journey as well. So it was decision time for me. Was I going to just stick with how things were and just keep moving forward because I was getting clients and business was still growing? Or was it time for me to really evolve my business? And the fact that you're listening to this podcast with a new name, you kind of guessed the route that I took. So I decided that it wasn't a big deal. It was probably a bigger deal in my head initially until I thought about it practically. But I was just going to split out the brands. Rapid transformation is still there for the corporate and the leadership work I do because mostly that work comes from word of mouth. It doesn't distract me from marketing or the messages I put out there, even on platforms such as LinkedIn. And it's also less confusing for those people that I interact with in that world for my business because there was many times where I'd get somebody that would say to me, right, we want to book you in for this and I just need it to be uh, approved by, let's say, the HR director And the HR director says, okay, yep, I like what he submitted, but I just checked him out on his website and does he really do a lot of corporate work? Because that's all geared towards business owners. So can you see how that could be a bit of a challenge? Obviously, I still got around that by having conversations, but actually, how do we get rid of that friction? And then also those that came onto my workshops in the corporate world, etc. If they went and checked out my website, they'd be like, 
does that really connect in that way? So rapid transformation is still there. It's still focused upon some of what I do and what I love doing in that leadership and executive programs and coaching space. But then it gave me that chance to go, well, how do I want to be showing up and where do I want to be evolving the core part of my business, which is all about working with business owners like you that are established experts, like I owned that space. And the feedback I got and on reflections, and I had lots of conversations along the way with actual my clients and previous clients as well, who many of them have become friends. What I heard loud and clearly was that people buy into me as the person. They actually don't care about a brand name or, you know, having coaching from a big organization. And it gave me that chance to actually think about what my vision is moving forward. And this is where I really hope it helps you as well. Because if I had the aspirations or the vision to grow a huge coaching business with lots of other coaches in the business well, it wouldn't make sense to then rebrand under asmansharif.com. Does that make sense? But actually, I know at the core of what I do, I love working with my clients. I love being in their corner and that's always going to be a part of what I do. Yes, the form and the structure might change along the way, but really... I knew for the fact that my aspiration and my vision wasn't to have this huge business with lots of other coaches. So I settled and I really owned this fact that let's rebrand my coaching partner business under usmansharif.com. So coming up to 16 years, it was a chance for a new era in my business, a new evolution. And it gave me the chance to just really think about what I want things to be like moving forward. So things here are much more relaxed. It's all about really embracing magic in your business and how do we do things so that you're much more confident and we get rid of the chaos and the confusion. And also really highlighting the fact that every business owner like you is on a unique journey to your next chapter. And that's what I love. I hate that cookie cutter approach or the just do this that just doesn't work because it doesn't take into effect or into account who you are and what makes you you and your aspirations and everything. So the new website, go and check it out if you haven't already. You'll get to see me working from where I do. I work from the home, so you'll see pictures of my home office, me surrounded by my Lego sets. And, and that also was important because I have no aspirations to go back into a co-working space where I was working before. So that again didn't feel right, whereas all my photos from my last website was all still in the old world. So it was time to embrace the new. And like I say, a lot of that was down to just making decisions. Who am I really focusing upon? I work with established experts. That's where I get the best results. So I'm being really clear that actually I'm not the best coach for those that are looking to leave the corporate world to start themselves or even if they're very early on in their business journey. That's not where I can bring the real magic and support. My goal, as I say, is still to work on a one-to-one basis mainly, like I have been with many of my retainer coaching clients, but also I'm excited about new programs and new ways that I can really support established experts as well. So watch this space. And some other considerations along this rebrand or evolution was about how does it fit with my values? And that's really important because I'm all about making a difference and trust and respect and having authentic connections. I'm still all about seeing results and I love seeing things progressing and being challenged as well. So that very much is all infused into how I work and what I'm all about because I really want to make a difference and it is still about seeing results and I'm sure you agree 
business is always going to have ups and downs and challenges, but how do we get excited by that progression? How do we get excited by navigating it? That's what I'm all about. That's what I really wanted to kind of infuse into what I do, because that's what I have been doing when actually working with my clients over the years. But it's just about bringing that out a lot more. So then coming on to the podcast, I was really missing the podcast, but I decided not to get straight into it. I wanted to give myself a little bit of time to land this evolution, to really recognize, you know, what what did I like about it? Because it really did help me with my business, okay? I loved it. I loved the connections that I had with new clients that got to hear about me and then thought, actually, I really like your style and come on, I want to work with you. And the great opportunities and the partnerships that really did evolve from there as well. So in a way, I was mad to stop it for, for quite some time, but hey, it's all about learning. But I wanted a new name. It just did not feel right to have Get Out Your Way anymore with the whole evolution of my business. But I really did struggle for, for a while about, well, what do I want to call it? I wanted the podcast to have its separate kind of identity as well. So a good friend of mine, Scarlett, came up to stay with me and Shireen and the boys for a couple of days, and she's always helping me, and I'm helping her. And... Um, one night, we we're talking about Lord of the Rings. I'm much more of a... Uh, I'm definitely much more of a Harry Potter fan. And I said to her that I'd only watched Lord of the Rings when it first came out. And I didn't really understand it. didn't really like it. And she's like, oh, man, you need to watch it. So we stuck it on. And it was quite late. And I remember getting to, like, near the halfway point, And I said, right, Scarlett, I'm getting tired. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> and she's like, just, just give it 10 more minutes. You need to get to a certain point and then it's a good point to stop. And earlier the day, we'd been talking about the podcast and I was trying to find this new name. And in those 10 minutes, I was just sat there, I was watching it and literally in the last thing that whoever it was, the, the character said, they used the word quest. And for me, it was just that eureka moment. I went, that's it. My podcast is all about a quest. I had like that download moment. So that's where your business quest really was born from. Because for me, it really summed up the whole take on what I want this podcast to be, that we're always going on a journey. And again, we're always questioning things. And it's good to question because when we question it, it can then take us on the journey on making decisions. And we're never in a fixed destination as a business owner. So we're always growing. We're always changing. We're always facing challenges and opportunities. And that's what I want this podcast to be all about. So hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea around my business evolution, just lifting curtains behind the scenes, but also to really help you to get behind my thinking around why I decided certain things and how that can help you as well. But let's now just go a bit wider, okay? Because yes, there has been lots of changes, but like I say, at the core of what I do, still after nearly 16 years, is all about the magic of transformation. And that's what got me to really take that bold move to leave the corporate world and start my own business. So even with what I do right now and what I'll continue to do, it's still got the foundations of NLP, mindset and personality all at the core of it, but really much more focused around for you, the business owner. And how do we help you to really focus on you whilst you're busy helping bring your expertise to your clients as well. So like I say, let's just zoom out a bit wider and think about some of the considerations that you can take and things that I help my clients navigate through when they're considering, should I actually change something? Is it a good move? Is it something that actually could be a detriment? 
And no surprises, a lot of this will come back to my business magic formula, i.e. what's your design, your mindset, and your strategies. So let's look at the design part and some of the questions to reflect upon when you're going through change, and especially if you're navigating some change at the moment. You need to think about why. What's the motivation behind that change? Like I say, for me, it wasn't just because of getting feedback from other people. It's actually, I was at that point to go, I really wanted to evolve my business. It was time for the next chapter. But I see so many business owners, they just change because they're a bit bored now, especially if you're quite a creative person. But you really need to think about the business sense of it. Is this actually really a good time to change? What are you working on? What have you been working on? Because there's many times I've seen business owners spend a lot of time building traction, planting seeds, but then just because they're bored, they then go, right, let me completely change something. So they're not giving their business a chance to reap the rewards of what they have been planting. So they're not nurturing it. They're just completely changing paths. And therefore, it can feel quite a lot like that start-stop type of mentality. Or they might completely change their messaging, change what they're focusing upon, and they end up confusing the marketplace out there. Like, think about it. I'm sure you've seen people that one day you see them showing up as they're talking about how do you embrace crypto? And then next week, they're talking about how do you embrace threads? And then the next week, they're turning up going, how do you embrace AI? And you're kind of left going, what are they actually all about? So that can end up losing confidence with those people that might potentially have been collaborators or clients for yourself as well. But like I say, when you think about the why, that can give you that chance to go, really, is it a good thing or not a good thing? So it can stop you, especially if you are just changing for the sake of changing or because you're bored, to stop that madness and actually go, nope, how can I weave that creativity into maybe my marketing or something else without completely breaking my business? And again, I'll share just a couple of examples of clients over the times. I remember many years ago, I had a great client come to me because she was juggling a number of things in her business. And they were quite different what she was doing. You know, one was very much an e-commerce business. And then the other part of her business was much more in her sweet spot of what she was doing in the corporate world. And through our journey of coaching, she did make a bold decision of going, how do I let go of the e-commerce side of her business? Which was bringing in her some revenue, but actually it was really an opportunity cost because it was taking her away from what she wanted to do or what she could have done with the other part of her business. And that decision that she made, and again, she said it over the years many times, that it was a hard decision for her to make, but it was such a vital decision for her to make because that has let her core business really flourish. And it's just been going from strength to strength and strength as well. So in that situation, it was a good thing for her to stop doing a certain thing. But then on the other hand, I remember another client who initially came to me because she'd been working in the corporate world for a while. She had had her business for a good number of years in the leadership space. She was working with huge corporates, you know, in her unique niche and um, she was getting great traction. But she came to me initially thinking, I want to do a lot more maybe one-to-one coaching, a bit more in the life coaching space. But through working with her, we got her much more focused on her core business. And again, that's been going from strength to strength and strength. And again, she's a very creative person. And she was probably, my take on it was just a little bit bored at what was happening at that point. So she was looking for something new, but actually that could have potentially risked her 
really um, not maximizing her business and doing all these cool things that she's been doing since as well. So again here, can you see what I mean? It's, and it's not always, you know, do one thing completely, yes or no. There's obviously room for, for shades of grey and changes, but really it's important to understand why are you changing or what's the rationale behind it. One other example is a great, again, friend of mine. She learned about what her Wealth Dynamics profile is. There'll definitely be a future episode around this. And that really allowed her to recognize what she was doing in her business at that point was really not playing to her strength. So her business model was not designed to really help her to really feel the magic, feel the flow in that way. And she then made a quite a big change to focus on a completely different thing in our business. And again, I'll bring that story to life a lot more when it comes to the Entrepreneurial Superpower episode. So watch this space. So taking a step back, can you see why it's important to not just jump straight into, yep, I'm going to make this change, but you want to recognize how does this fit in with where you are and what you want? What's the positives? What's the challenges around it as well? How does it fit in with what's actually important to you, i.e. your values? And that was a huge part for me when I decided to make those changes that I've talked you through. Because otherwise, if I just got feedback from other people, then it actually wouldn't have made sense for me. One slight tangent, let me just take you on a, a journey. I remember years ago, again, well-intentioned feedback I got from two other peers in my industry saying, man, when are you going to stop doing one-to-one -one coaching? It's all about leveraging. It's all about just online programs, etc." If I listen to that, can you see how that completely would not work for me? Because it doesn't go with my superpower. It doesn't go with actually what I care about. So that might have been good for them, but definitely not good for me. So that hopefully helps you just to take a step back and think, why am I making this change? And when you link it into, well, what's next for you? That's where your design really helps you act as a compass. So it gives you the chance to go, well, what is my vision? Does that need to be updated before just going straight into a change? And for me, my vision did need that next step around, well, what's next for that next chapter of what I wanted to do to then allow me to get into more specific goals. And even it's also important to recognize and get feedback from clients, current clients, past clients, that can give you a good sense of what are you hearing? You know, have things shifted in the marketplace? Are they wanting something different? And that might be good to go, well, if that's a consistent message, yes, it might be useful to change, but actually, what do they really value and what do they really want from you? Because if you completely change that, that might be um, you know, suicidal in many ways to your business. So you definitely want to consider a lot of those things from a design perspective. Then your mindset, which is the next part of the business magic formula, that's all about what's happening inside your head when you're thinking about these changes. Are you looking to make those changes because of fear or because of that scarcity mindset or because of limiting beliefs or are you just doing too much comparisonitis of what other people are doing in their business? Again, there will be a future episode around that. And if that's the case, I strongly recommend that you stop and you don't make any drastic changes in your business because they won't be coming from a really clear perspective. So we want to really make changes out with that fear. Instead of having that scarcity mindset, how can we have much more of an abundant mindset? And how do we understand how those limiting beliefs could be influencing some of those decisions that you are making or you're about to make as well? So again, mindset is one of my sweet spots and what I love helping clients really tackle because that then influences everything else as well.
And how do you really think like a business owner? By really looking at the pros and the cons, the short term, the medium term, the long term impact. By me making certain decisions that I have over the years, I had to recognize, well, what impact will that have in terms of short term revenue focus versus long term? But again here, this is something that people I find don't spend time really thinking about. They just go quite blindly moving forward without really thinking about it from a real business owner perspective. So there's a lot more from a thinking perspective, but let's move on to strategies. This is about looking at what are you actually doing? The day-to-day stuff, okay? So it's not about the design, about what you want to make happen. It's more about the actions that you're taking. And that's important to recognize because sometimes it's more about changing your actions rather than changing the vision or the whole business model. And that, again, is where real magic can happen because it gives you that chance to recognize, can I play more to my entrepreneurial superpower, what my personality is, and how I am growing my business from all areas such as your marketing, your client delivery, your programs, and all the things in between, how you collaborate with others, how you get other people to help you in your business so that things can flow a lot more for you. So can you see how it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to completely change your whole business because you might be better to change a specific strategy that you're using because maybe it's time for that to evolve or to try something else as well that might be much more suited to you. So I always ask myself the question and even my clients the questions of how could you enjoy this much more and come with that more experimental and fun mindset, which I'm definitely embracing a lot more in my business as well. And that's why even things like this podcast, I've decided my best thinking is to make it a season-based podcast rather than having it like every single week for the whole year. I'm not saying how long the seasons might last. The season might be 52 weeks, but it gives me that space to recognize, actually, I could focus on a way that worked really well for me because on reflection, what I recognized from my last podcast was I did it consistently, 167 episodes, okay? There's only two episodes or two weeks I missed and that's because I was in hospital getting surgery, so I cut myself a bit of slack then. But what it made me realize was I was so focused on podcasts that actually during that period, I stopped doing certain things that also I enjoy doing and that were working, such as doing videos, doing more blogs, etc. So in this next evolution of our business, the podcast is still going to be a huge core component of what I share, but I really want to infuse and mix in a few other things as well. And then when it comes to strategies, it's also really important to recognize how can you have some sticking factor before moving on to something else? So what habits and actions will you commit to on this next evolution before jumping to something else? Because that's where we can get so confused and we can end up causing so much chaos in our business. So even asking yourself, right, okay, what am I committed to do for the next 90 days? What does this look like for the next six months and even the next 12 months? So that even if you do focus on doing something else, recognize that it's never really an overnight success. It takes time and energy and focus and effort so that you don't just change something and give it a week and go, oh, that's not working. Let me change something else. Because you're not giving it a chance to really get nurtured or to focus or, or tweaking things along the way without completely changing things to the detriment of you and your business. So there you have it. I hope you can see how some of those reflection questions around your design, your mindset, and your strategies can help you to really take that step back and recognize that when it comes to change, 
It's not simple. There's lots of things to consider. But when you do consider them, it gives you that chance to really embrace that in a positive way. And it stops it from just being changed for change's sake or actually just to cause a distraction in your business as well. I do also recognize that some of these questions could be easier you know, said than done because a lot of times we can't see our own spots. And that's where, again, the real beauty and the magic happened when I actually went to that mastermind event because it got me to really be the client in that situation to really be the business owner rather than trying to just coach myself. So if I can help you in any way around some of these reflections, if you're going through some changes or you're thinking about some changes, please do reach out to me. That's what I'm all about. It's about how can I then be there to support you in your corner to make sure that it's tailored to what's right for you and it stops any of that chaos or confusion as well. So I also hope by me sharing a little bit more of my journey, my story, I know we focus primarily on the last couple of years rather than the 16 years, come back for future episodes. I'm sure I'll share much more (laughs) of the ups and downs over those 16 years as we progress on our journey together. But I'm all about conversations. So I'd love to hear what's been your biggest insight or action from this episode. Please do reach out to me. If we're not already connected on LinkedIn, then please connect with me there. Drop me a message or Instagram or Facebook, wherever you tend to hang out. Or you can also go the traditional route by sending me an email. I'll pop all the details and links in the show notes that you'll find in the podcast player. So just scroll down. And I've enjoyed being back here. It's probably been a bit longer than I expected this episode to be. But hey, it's all about just having these really unfiltered conversations. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do let me know your thoughts and your feedback and I'm excited to share the next episode with you where we'll go on yet another quest all about navigating business challenges. So I'll see you there. Two quick things before you go. First of all, I would be so grateful if you could do me a favour and take a minute to subscribe, rate and leave a review of this podcast on your favourite podcast player. This will mean that this episode and future episodes find their way to other business owners to help them on their business journey. And also for you, it'll mean that the next episode will be waiting for you in your feed so that you don't miss out. And then if you've not already done so, I'd again love to invite you to take the Business Magic Scorecard because in less than two minutes, I promise that it will help you to clearly see where your biggest opportunities are for growth and what's currently going well for you so that you can keep doing those things. You'll receive your results in a personalized report along with free exclusive resources to help you move things forward based upon your individual results. And what's more, you can even book in for a free 15-minute virtual cuppa with me so that we can have a real two-way conversation about your business and results. So will it be your design, your mindset or your strategies that need your attention? so that you can confidently grow your business without chaos and confusion. Find out by going to osmansharif.com slash scorecard or through the links in the show notes. I look forward to hearing what you make of your results. And until next time, bye for now.